Damn. Hello. <laughs> Introduce yourself. Take, Hello. Take, take it away. Hi, I'm Dylan. And I sing stuff. Yeah. Specifically stuff that I write. <laughs> well, that is lovely. Lift the room. Push your pull. All right, welcome to this. It's another episode of Introducing. Thanks for clicking on it, unless it's just playing automatically for you, and then in which case, I'm sorry. And you can now get off me and go to something else. Um, how did you go with my chat last week with uh, Johnny Took from DMAs? Have you listened to the album yet? Please tell me you have. How Many Dreams, their fourth studio album is out now. It's so good. How Many Dreams, the opening track is just a belter. And uh, my very long, and yeah, we had a few beers, uh, chat with Johnny Took, it was a gold mine. I loved it. Um, go back and have a listen to it if you missed it. We're talking Dylan now. Yes, Dylan, one word. Almost like... The, the coolest name for an artist. She is only 23 years old and she's done so much. I mean, she's been start, she started in music or making music for herself since the age of seven. So the 2021 supporting Youngblood, for instance, that was a walk in the park for her. Then she supported Ed Sheeran on the Divide Tour in Europe. She's about to go back to support Ed Sheeran in May through the US. She's currently all over Rolling Stone magazine in the UK and then BBC Radio 1 announced her, Dylan, as the sound of 2023. Her new mixtape. Yeah, because it's only eight songs, so she's not calling it an album. Her new mixtape, The Greatest Thing I'll Never Learn, is out now. Have a listen. And follow her on Instagram. Don't do what I do and just search through all the Dylans. It's dyl.an. She's so fun. Enjoy my chat with Dylan. Lift the room. Push your lovely to have you here and you were saying you've been here for like 24 hours yes yeah what's your first impression i mean it was really sunny yesterday i feel like mm. yesterday it looked like what i thought australia would look like yeah and today now? i feel like i've brought the rain with me and i'm really really sorry yeah that's all right where, where in the uk are you from i'm from suffolk okay which is like ed sheeran county Perfect. Um, so i'm technically the second best thing to come out of suffolk <laughs> Surely there who was the famous big thing out of Suffolk before Ed? I don't know if that was. Was there a time before Ed? <laughs> yeah, what happened before Ed? B-E- Can anyone remember a time before Ed? Yeah, B E S. B E S before Ed Sheeran. <laughs> have you have you you've never been here before, I'm sure. I have not. No. 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 Okay. It's how quite scary. I tell you, when we landed, yeah. it was like six in the morning mm. and um I went outside and I had a really weird I wouldn't say like overly emotional moment, mm. but I had a weird like kick in the stomach of, oh my God, um, I'm on the other side of the world because of music. Yeah. Which is kind of a bit, a little bit ridiculous. I want to say, I don't want to call them, oh my God moments, because then I'll sound like Oprah Winfrey. But look, uh, looking at looking at all like kind of your rap sheet, if we, well, let's call it a rap sheet, yeah. where you've, you've supported Ed Sheeran, um, you're about to go back and support Ed Sheeran in the, yes. in the US. Uh, BBC Radio 1 called you the sound of 2023. You're featured in Rolling Stone. I mean, what, what's been the actual oh my God moment where you literally thought, because it's very polite of you to say Australia, but I, I doubt that would be the one. What's the big one? What's the real one? I mean, when you first looked around and went, "This isn't real." <laughs> I mean, I feel like I'm slightly drifting through all of it. Yeah. At the moment, I mean, Wembley was playing Wembley was yeah. massive for me because that has been the day dot dream. I mean, to headline is the day dot dream, but mm-hmm. you know that kind of makes me feel closer to it. Mm, I like that the um, day dot dream. 
but it's just like doing that was just a big like <laughs> moment yeah of this is this is happening now like yeah. this is no longer a joke no um I feel like every day I keep going, oh, this isn't a joke anymore. <laughs> People are taking me seriously. Do you take it when, when you're just on your own though and, and you're not at Wembley or with Ed Sheeran or anything? <laughs> yeah. You obviously take it seriously. You started writing when you were very young, seven years old. Yes. Um, were you a serious kid? Because I, I would assume because like, my kids play instruments. You just met one of my kids. Yes. They all, they all play instruments, but none of them write songs. <laughs> See, I think it came from a place of stubbornness because yeah. – I was like, no, I'm not going to do music lessons. Like, I completely refused to do them. Um, I was very, very uh, avid that I was going to do it by myself. And when I say that I was writing songs, it was purely because I couldn't be bothered to learn other people's. Oh, wow. It wasn't like a nice, wholesome thing. It was just because it would take me too long to learn by ear someone else's song than it yeah. would just to write my own crap. Yeah, right. So, but th- I mean, um, so I'm I, would, saying, I would completely, I would, I would disagree. I would think it's easier to just to start singing Let It Be. <laughs> no, I mean, because if you think about it, right? I what was, do you mean that, the actual music song? You know, you get like, I mean, it takes four chords to rule the world. Absolutely, it does. Once you've learned four chords, I'm you're a master flying. of four chords. Okay. So I can, am I. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> you can tell the performers, the bit, you can tell the really famous ones, and I'm not mentioning any names, so don't worry. The ones that are the four chord heroes, because I am too. I can I can just do four chords, and that gets me by, and yeah. that's all I want to do. So I'm like, I look at real big stars, and I go, What are you doing? <laughs> you should know at least six chords. But I mean, I mean, if I'm letting you into serious secrets here, mm. um. For like the first year of me playing live, mm. I played all of the guitar gu- guitar chords on the E string, which is like the first string. So I, I and I still play the majority of my How songs. Do you, you got your guitar here. How do you do that? Give us a little, give us a little insight here. Well, it's like masterclass. Obviously, a little bit easier on um on an uh, an electric guitar, but mm. like if you're doing it all. Yeah. On the E string, it doesn't matter. I can remember by oh, the numbers. Yeah, of course. Instead of doing the, because you know when you go onto oh, the A, then yeah, it starts yeah. getting complicated because you don't want to hit that one, otherwise it sounds no. like shite. I think that what, I always have trouble with the B one where you got to get your feet. Is it B the one? No, the ones where you got to get your three fingers in one in one little fret. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't think I'm even that advanced. <laughs> it's B something. There's a lot of Rolling Stone songs with that B in it. <laughs> I tell you, this is a huge thing of fake it till you make it. Yeah, of course. Like I feel like we do this thing before I play live where um, I make my band go. I go. When you believe, you achieve. <laughs> and I think I spend a lot of my time um, believing to yeah. the point where it does achieve me stuff. <laughs> yeah. What was the first song that you wrote? Do you remember? Um, it was a song called Find You. Mm. And honestly, the contents of it, I found actually the other day, I was, because um, we recently moved out of my childhood home, I found a bunch of my old songbooks. Mm. And the lyrical content is so, so embarrassing. Like, I guess it'd be like diary entries, wouldn't they? I, I could, it's like, I remember the tune being like, once upon a time, life was good <laughs> and I had life. Hit single by dinner. <laughs> yeah, no, just uh, nasty. Uh, it's things about my one week boyfriends who dumped me for being ugly. <laughs> the usual. You know what's going to happen though? When you're huge and, and famous in about 40 years, the record company's going to be like, we need to release some more of your stuff. And you're like, no, I don't want to release anything else. They go, release the songbooks. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh. That'll Honestly. happen. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right. So, what about then? That what about the first song that the, the the song that changed it all for you? Then we've already talked. Oh my god, moments. The song that you wrote and you probably had no idea it was going to change anything. But then by the time you put it out there, everything went. 
You know, I think I have a song called You're Not Harry Styles. Yes. Which uh, is a very interesting title, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get a lot of clicks. He's got a lot of, lot of fans. Yeah, he, he does. <laughs> and I think that w- when we wrote it, and that, that title was massively a joke. Yeah. Like when I said that line, because we were writing it, obviously, about an ex-boyfriend, <laughs> uh, obviously. <laughs> and um, I said that line in a session and the writer I was with was like, yeah, that's brilliant. And I was like, no, <laughs> that's cliche. Yeah. And people are going to tease me for it. Mm. But that was kind of my breakthrough on the internet, I think. Yeah. Like it didn't go massively, massively viral, but it definitely won me over some lifelong fans. Um, just because, you know, I feel like, we all have a love for Harry Styles. Yes. Um, Emily Ratajkowski more especially. than anyone at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you can tell which day we recorded this. Oh, Do you think that that's real? Because I, I really- You know, I didn't see that. I was so jet lagged yesterday. Yeah, I didn't see that. It? I didn't know. I didn't see it until this oh, morning. Yes. I woke up and it was like 5 30. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, I don't really know what to do with myself at this point. So I'm just going to scroll yeah. um, on the internet. And it's just very non Harry Styles. Like, we don't, I we- saw it and I was like, that's a very interesting kiss. Yeah, it is. Just because, like, we don't really because yeah, he was out here recently. We didn't. You don't. You don't see him photographed anywhere doing anything. Like he's an enigma, right? Now, yeah. I, a part of me thinks that's why he's got such huge fan base because he only lets you see a tiny bit of. Or, you know, he's not one of those artists of the modern era that yeah. have to film themselves eating breakfast. Basically, completely. No, I completely. So that's agree. why I thought to myself, "Hang on, this doesn't look real." I don't know. I don't know if I've had enough time to form anyway, an opinion. Anyway, that's for that's for other people. I'm not. I'm not going to say that I'm not jealous. Of course. But of, then, of which one? I can't. Well, <laughs> yeah. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> um, tell us then. So you were saying. So did you just were you sitting in your room uploading stuff to the internet? Is that how we're coming to see you on this side of the country? At the moment, you know what I mean. Like, is that how you got discovered? Basically, I, I, it wasn't how I was discovered. It was definitely how I got people to like me. Yeah. Um, because like I've been doing this since I was sort of 18, 19, mm-hmm. and I'm 23 now. So that's, you know, nearing on about four years, if my maths is right. Yeah. Um, and I did a good two years without touching the internet. Right. Because I was scared that people weren't going to like me and I was desperate to be anything else but myself. Um, and I think that a lot of people were like, yeah, you're nice, great sweet but no <laughs> um and then the internet became a thing especially tiktok becoming a thing and i was like right well no one's going to pay attention to me unless i crack this yep so that's what i spent like a good six months doing like yeah. just working out the algorithm and this is you know what two years ago now when it the algorithm was a little bit simpler than it is now i have no clue what's going on now no nothing I think not a I think- single like inch of knowledge about it. Don't bother learning because generally I think what's going to happen is it changes in two days. Yeah, <laughs> it's, I, it's no point. As soon as you I think you're on top of things, it's like, oh, it's different. Yeah, <laughs> I've got it. No, you don't. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it was a massive part of it. And I think, you know, industry-wise, I think I had a little bit of a trick using that line in a song. Yeah. I think it was quite clever of Absolutely. me. Absolutely, it really was. <laughs> <laughs> Next single, You're Not Niall Horan, coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Just work my way through the One Direction fan base. Yeah, that's it. Um, tell us about releasing um, your debut. Well, I would say debut album, but you're calling it a mixtape. It is a mixtape. Yeah. Why, um, why is it a mixtape? Because I would, I mean, an album's what? I go 12, 12 to 14 songs now. Yeah, this is eight, nine. This is eight. And okay. I didn't want to do another EP because I had a lot of songs. Yeah. And I didn't want these songs to get lost to the song Graveyard. 
<laughs> yeah. Because, you know, every artist has a song graveyard, mm-hmm. but we've got like hundreds and hundreds of songs that have been recorded that are never going to see the light of day. And I really, really liked these ones. And I wanted people to be able to get, um, get like a proper grasp of like my sonic and what I stood for as an artist. And I felt like I had more to say about the topic of the mixtape than just having four songs. Because also when you have four songs and you have an EP, like they all have to give you wow factor. And I wanted to be able to have the texture in between that like the likes of an album has. Mm. Um, I don't know. I just think it showed a bit more personality. Yeah. I love I love a mixtape. So do I. You know who gave me a, a mixtape really early in my radio career? And it was uh, it was like a CDR. It was handwritten with his 10 favorite songs on it. And when I was doing a clean out years ago, I threw it out. And it was Diplo. <laughs> and I'm like, I probably shouldn't have thrown that out. Yeah, you can put that guitar down. I've just noticed you've been holding that. Yeah, I was just time. twiddling with it. Sorry. <laughs> So don't throw stuff out is what I'm saying to kids listening at the moment. Because mm. it could be a Diplo mixtape or, or a Dylan mixtape. But like, so I was found on a CD. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Um, which was in the age of Spotify and things like that. Yeah. Where people didn't really use CDs anymore. Yeah. Um, so I think that, you know, sometimes old school is the trick. It's yeah. the way forward. Yeah. Cassettes are very big at the moment now as well. I have a lot of cassettes. Do you really? But they're all my own. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's fair. Just use them as like coffee coasters at this point. I'm like, why do we do this? <laughs> so tell us, you're going back. You're going back on the road. You're touring Europe. Um, oh, sorry, you, you, you've done Europe. I'm yeah. just going through. There's so much stuff in such a We're short. Not going period on, of time. yeah. I really appreciate your time in here. You're supporting Ed Sheeran again in the US in in, yes. in May. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you're going to be headlining your own shows across the US as yes. well. Yes, twice. Twice. Oh my god, I shouldn't have said that. That's all right. That's oh, all right. it's fine. We assume you're going to oh, go back. Well, they can know that. It's fine. I'm getting death stares from across the glass. That's all right. That's why they're on that I side forget of the glass. And we're on I this can't side. Say we, can, this. we can say anything we want. We, you know, the great thing is we can edit stuff out as well. You know. That's fine. They That's can fine. know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, tell us what what, what, is it, what is it like, you know, the difference between obviously going out and doing one of your own shows to to jumping on, on one of these massive juggernaut tours like this. They're, they're, do you approach it differently, I guess is what I'm trying to say, when you walk out there? You'd have to, wouldn't you? I mean, yeah, for sure, because it's not your audience. And I think there's a there's a level of calm yeah, in stop it. Stop crossing your arms. And yeah. <laughs> What's your day? It'll be on soon. Shut up. Yeah, stop shouting at me. Um, I think there's a level of comfort in it because I don't obviously have to sell any tickets, yeah, okay. which is <laughs> yeah. the biggest stress of my tours I'm like oh god are people going to come like how am I going to convince people that they should be paying 10 quid to come and see me mm-hmm. um, so that's like nice Yeah. Um, but also it's way more fun I think sometimes doing the support slots yep. because no one knows the words no one knows who you are so yep. you can literally give it yep. whatever you want to give it you can shock people you can I mean I'm quite a long human being mm-hmm. I have no coordination I will never be a good dancer I'm starting to think that I'm building a reputation as a bad dancer as a personality trait right um you know when people see live they'll be like oh that's the <laughs> yeah, one that can't, that can't dance. Dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um so I think that you know it's it's a lot of fun because mm-hmm. you can go like full out yeah and then oh oh, oh. Bye. Oh, bye. <laughs> that was Artie. <laughs> Giving us a nice little wave. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, what was I doing? I don't know. That's right. You're not dancing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, but then I think, you know, when you do your own shows, it's 
it is way more wholesome and fun because everyone knows the words and you're basically there's like what 2000 of you in one room mm. screaming at the top of your lungs myself included yeah that's great just so so then when 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 your your domination of the US wraps up what <laughs> when do you get to go and lock yourself away and write or do you do you find are you a writer on your voice memos on your notes on your phone just at all times like will you write when you walk out of here or do you need to be like, I need to go to the Swiss Alps and rent a <laughs> bungalow on the side of a mountain and uh, spend six months riding? If I had enough time for that, I'd do it. <laughs> yeah, good. But you know what? World domination waits for no one. Yes. So I kind of have to do everything at the same time. Yeah. What was the last voice memo you recorded then? <laughs> do you want to hear it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do. No, we did one yesterday. Well, I did one in my hotel room yesterday. Yeah. Where's my phone? I had one. Um, and then I had a debate with my manager afterwards as to whether it was a good song or not. <laughs> what do they know? What is it, 15 seconds before we can... Um... Yeah, yeah, I think it's 15 seconds. <clears throat> oh, God, I'm really worried about this now. I guess that was your voice note. That no yeah, so this is literally oh, this yes- is yesterday's recording of me fucking around on a guitar. Okay. In Australia? In Australia. First Australian song. I don't know how to change the key. <laughs> <laughs> Casual. You are a bad thing. Wanna know just how I know? I have loved you before, and it went very fucking wrong. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's awesome. That is as much as I'll show you. God, I wish my voice notes were <laughs> so so full of talent. But yeah, no, I think writing all of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've just had like. I mean, I've kind of just been on tour, so but like that now is kind of my time for writing. Yeah. Which is has been honestly heaven because like really getting into your brain and sitting in a room with someone for seven days straight and Mm. just going at it yeah it's it's so nice because like i did so much touring last year that there wasn't really a period of time where i could sit and write Mm -hmm. um especially even when you walked in here you kind of don't know really where you are and what you're doing you're just doing the next thing you you know you're in australia right and i was like yeah (laughs) That's why I have the name of the podcast and my name up on huge. So whenever you kind of have that feeling, just, just in case just, I'm like, what? Where just am I? Glance up and see where you are. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I do it. Well, it's such a pleasure to meet you. Um, I, I'm loving your music. I'm loving your mixtape. I'm looking forward to the full blown album. Though. I'm not going to lie. Um, I, I should mention too. I just saw that you supported Youngblood in 2021. You know, he was our first guest on my first episode. I did. I, I listened to it. Oh, did you? I did. Yeah. Yeah. We got in trouble for him doing a cover of um, The Cure's Friday Home in Love. <laughs> so, you know, whatever. Was we, it more than 15 seconds? No, because it was The Cure's song. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We've learned. Oh, I get it. I get we, it. We okay. live and we learn. Um, um, but yeah, we'd love you to uh, introduce us to someone. That's how we finish every episode. Ooh. Who are you listening to? Who are you loving? What are you liking? Oh, can be old. So many possibilities. Have you listened to Rachel Tenereira yet? I have not. Oh my god! And how do you say that last one? Chinnariri. C H I N O U R I R I. Oh my god! I love the name already. Oh, she's she's honestly yeah the most gorgeous human being on the planet. Yeah, like gorgeous. She's also got the most gorgeous voice. She's also the funniest human being. Her music is just like you can't compare it to anything. Like yeah. that girl is gonna go afar. Well. Listen to her after you uh, listen to Dylan's new single, Nothing Lasts Forever. Get after, after this me, chat. all right, guys. So when this chat finishes, stream Nothing Lasts Forever, jump onto the mixtape, and uh, yeah, enjoy your how – ma- how many more hours are you in Australia for? I'm here until Friday morning, so where all are right. we? 
Yeah, so actually... Oh, you're all right. Yeah. You'll be fine by Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll have to do it all again. <laughs> Lovely to meet you. Thank you so much. Lift the room. Push your pull.